seated. Pastor Edgy, he's still in Arizona right now, so let's just keep him in prayer that they get back safe. Amen. So he asked me to bring out the word today. Amen. And what I titled this message is Faith for the Future. Amen. It's going to be, it's faith for the future because our faith now is going to affect the future. Our faith now, what we do now, is going to affect the future if you believe it or not. See, when we have faith for something, we're believing that it's going to happen. How many guys know that? Amen? And a lot of us are product of faith of somebody else. See, how many guys have grandmas or, or grandpas that were praying for you? Amen? How many of you guys have mothers and fathers that were praying for you? See, you are the product of somebody's faith. Amen? And that's what happens why I call this faith for the future because our faith needs to be strong for the next generation. Amen? Our faith needs to be strong for the next generation because it is crazy out there right now. Amen? You listen to some of the stuff that's going on outside of, uh, outside of the, your, your, your walls at home and you can't believe it. Amen? So let's turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, we're going to read the whole chapter because this right here, the other day when we were at prayer, how many of you guys were here at prayer on Monday, amen? None of you? A lot more of you guys were. We were at prayer on Monday and I was reading the scripture and it really ministered to me when I read this scripture because it was the, the, the first generation of people having faith for the next generation, it was the first generation of people having the faith for me and you today. And when I read it, I was like, wow, this is a this whole chapter is just talking about all the faith of all the heroes of the Bible. And I'm going to have Sister Amber read it so that it sounds like clear because I know sometimes it doesn't sound clear. So go ahead and read the whole chapter and try to stay along. Amen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, a conviction of things not seen. For therein the elders had witness born to them. By faith we understand that the worlds have been framed by the word of God, so that what is seen has not been made out of things which appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he had witness born to him that he was righteous, God bearing witness in respect of his gifts, and through it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he would not see death, and he was not found, because God translated him. For he hath had witness born to him that before his translation he had been well-pleasing unto God. And without faith it is impossible to be well-pleasing unto him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that seek after him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God concerning things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark to saving of his house, through which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to the faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed to go out into a place which he was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going to go. By faith, he became a sojourner of the land and the promise, as in a land not his own, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, 
the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for the city which hath the foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received power to conceive seed when she was past age. Since she counted him faithful, who had promised, wherefore also there sprang of one in him as good as dead, so many as the stars of heaven in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things make it manifest that they are seeking after a country of their own. And if indeed they had been mindful of that country from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed of them to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, being tired, offered up Isaac, or being tried, sorry, being tried, offered up Isaac. Yea, he had that had gladly received the promises was offering up his only begotten son. Even he to whom it was said, In Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God is able to raise up even from the dead. From whence he did also in a figure receive him back. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when his end was nigh, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months by his parents because they saw he was a goodly child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, accounting the reproach of Christ greater greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. For he looked unto the recompense of reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, that the destroyer of the firstborn should not touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, assaying to do, were swallowed up. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been compassed about for seven days. By faith Rahab the harlot perished not with them that were disobedient, having received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David, and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, waxed mighty in war, turned to flight armies of aliens. Women received their dead by resurrection, and others were tortured, not accepting their deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection." And others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts and mountains and caves and the holes of the earth. And these all, having had witness born to them through their faith, received not the promise." God, having provided some better thing concerning us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. Amen. Now, these are all the people, all the books of the Bible combined in one chapter. 
And it, it shows us that we are a generation of little faith. Compared to what they went through, we are a generation of little faith. And, that, and the outcome of what's going on in this earth today is the, the, the little faith that we have. The generation that we are today was created the next generation. And all these people, they went through all kinds of stuff. You have Noah that went through. He had to build an ark in the middle of, of the desert. There was no water there. That's like putting an a, a, a ark in the middle of Las Vegas. Everybody's like, why are you building that ark? But they, he did it because of the faith. Because he believed in what God told him. You have, you have David that was a, a giant slayer. He only had five stones, but only, all he took was one to kill that giant. He had major faith. That means all of the Israel didn't want to do what he did. Because they didn't believe the same way as he did. If we all have the faith that they have, we can move mountains. Amen? That means that nobody would be sick. That means that nobody's going to go to hell because we would have the faith to overcome these things. You had Gideon, which, which God had. They had big armies, but they shrunk it down to only 300. Gideon only had 300 men and killed thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Because he had the faith and he understood what God was trying to do. Now, it is our, it's going to be our fault if we don't have faith for the future. It's going to fall upon us what the outcome is for the next future. Amen? See, in Matthew chapter 17, verse 16, go ahead and turn there. It's just amazing how these people's faith were. These people were slaughtered. These people uh, were slaves. These people were thrown in prison for just reading the Bible. But they believed anyways. They gave it all up because they understood that the next generation needed to hear what they had to say. They needed to understand that their testimony was much bigger than what they're sacrificing today. And that's what we have to do in our faith. We have to be understanding that the next generation is watching what we do. In Matthew chapter 17 verse 16 it says right here. And this is after Jesus was talking to all of, uh, he was already healing people. He was, he was healing a lot of people. Then this man came up to him and he brought him to, to the disciples and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall it be? I be with you. How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked him. And the demon came out of him. And the boy was cured. At, the boy was cured at once. Then the disciples came up to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not drive out? Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, Because of your littleness of faith. For truly I say to you, If you have faith of the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move. And move from here to there. And it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Amen? See, he's talking to a perverse generation. See, this is going on. 
has been going on for a long time. But these are people that were seeing the miracles, seeing all of this stuff happen, but yet they couldn't still believe that God can do it. They didn't have faith of a mustard seed. And I know you heard this message most of the, a lot of times, but the mustard seed is very, very small. And I, I feel that the reason why we don't see the, the faith, we don't have the faith, is because in our mind we're perverse and we're thinking of all the material things that we can have. We're using all of our faith on things that don't matter. Like, Father God, can you please give me the new iPhone today? And if you give it to me, I know it was by faith and I know you, you love me. Amen? Or bless me with that car. Or bless me with that job. Or bless me with this. And this, in this instant, how about all the people that are demon-possessed? See, all of these little battles that we don't get because God's saying you're not ready for it. We feel that our faith doesn't exist anymore. Because we use it on meaningless stuff. We use our faith on meaningless things. You know that our faith would be much bigger if we see a family member saved. Amen? Our faith would be much bigger if we've seen people getting healed. Amen? Our faith would be much bigger if we see a, a full church of people on fire. Amen? See... That's what we need to be using our faith on. God already says, I know what you need before you even ask me. How many of you guys know as a father, it's, it, it bugs when, when, the, when your kid keeps on asking you for the same thing over and over? Amen? I know a little man, he, he, he asks for stuff and he won't stop until he gets it. And I know that's the same way God, he's like, I know, I know you need that. Why don't you go pray for somebody? Why don't you go help somebody out there? Why don't you go believe the way you're supposed to believe? Amen? See, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, I want to show you this. It says, faith, now faith is the assurance of things hoped. The convictions of things not seen. See, this is hope. God is our hope. God is our, that's what we believe in and is God. Amen? God created the heavens and the earth by faith. If we believe it or not, He still did it. Amen? We're here today. He created the heaven and the earth. He had to believe in Himself first. Some, sometimes we don't, have, we don't believe in ourselves. That we can move the mountains. But see, God did. And He said, let there be light, and there was light. He said, let there be water, and there was water. He said, let there be mountains, and there was mountains. That's the faith that God has. He moved the mountains like he's saying in the scripture. He's saying all you have to do is have that little bit of faith, and you can move mountains. Why? Because we were created in his image. See, if we were created in his image, then we have the same power that he has. As long as it's according to his will, amen? See, when he moved the mountains, he wasn't saying... I don't, I don't think I can do it. When he put the stars in the sky, he said, I don't, I don't think I can do it. He believed totally that he can do it. And that's what, a result of what we're here today. Amen? See, Pastor, uh, the, the rabbi was talking about the journey. And our journey is 100% based off of faith. 
See, if you have little faith, then you're going to have a whole lot of problems during your journey. Your journey is going to be so hard because you're not believing in what God can do. See, when we have faith, our journey is not going to be hard. Because like I said, if you're thirsty, God will supply you water. If you're hungry, God's going to give you food. If your path is too, too rocky, he's going to smooth it out for you. That's what type of God we have, amen? He's going to show you the, 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 most, the most fastest way to get to where you're supposed to be. But it's up to us to, to go to him. See, in my journey, I've learned how to have a lot of faith. With my family, with my wife. We have learned how to have a lot of faith. We, we bounce ideas off of each other. We, we learn how to strengthen each other with faith. Because how, how many know that it's hard when you're by yourself? When there's only one person believing, it's hard. Amen? But when there's two believing, then it, then it gets easier. Amen? And when there's three and four and there's a whole church believing, it gets a lot easier. Amen? See, I had faith when I, when I met my wife. I, I knew that there was something between me and her. And when we met, I had to wait a little bit. Amen. How many of you guys know you had to wait? She was a little bit too young for me. But I had to wait. But I still had faith. Amen. I, I even wrote it out. And she matched perfectly my, my description in my journal. I still have that journal somewhere. And I said I wanted a white girl with a Mexican background. I said I wanted a, a wife that had a father. I said I wanted an outgoing girl. And my first pickup line was, when me and Amber were, were talking, was, you know I'm going to marry you one day, right? Now, no, none of you guys try that because it, this time it worked. It was because my faith was really strong at the time. Amen? But I told her that. I said, you know, I'm going to marry you one day. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what happened? She, we got married. Amen? Then, then we said, you know what? We want to have a baby boy. Well, we said, you know, it didn't matter, but we would prefer a baby boy. Amen? And the first, first uh, child that we had was a baby boy. Then we said, you know what? We would like to have a baby girl, but it's, it, it's up to you, God. And then we had a baby girl. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. So it's all by faith, you know? Everything that, that we've done, I've been in the church for, for over 20 years. And I've learned throughout the time... That faith is important. Faith is important because that's what's going to get you to your next level in life. The other thing that, that I've, I've seen about hope, that faith, the assurance, amen, was when we put down all the names. How many guys have been here for over for more than a couple years, amen? How many guys remember when we wrote names on the altar at the other church? 
We wrote a lot of names on the altar at the other church. And what's so funny is that when the church burned down, the only thing that stood up was the altar. And all the names were, on the, uh, uh, were still on the, the altar. And those were things that we would hope for. Those are the things we had faith for. Those are the things that we believed were going to happen. Amen? The first step was we put their name down. How many of you guys have seen people come because of you putting their name down on that altar? Amen? I know I have. I've seen mo- multiple family members get saved. Because of us having faith, we put their names down by faith. And we believe by faith that, that more and more are going to get saved every single day. Amen? My uncle is one of, the, one of the ones that we put on there. He's been coming to church for over a couple months now. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. Amen? And it was a miracle. If you knew the guy before, you wouldn't. But it's a miracle. This is faith for the future. When we put those names down, it wasn't for that day. It was to know that one day we're going to see that our loved ones are going to get saved and they're going to be in church and we're going to believe it. Amen. When we were at that church, amen, we... we, when, we, when it burned down, how many guys know that a lot of people were deflated, amen? But we had faith that God was going to see us through. And now look at us. Over a year later, we have a beautiful building with two sanctuaries, amen? Enough room for the kids. Back at the other church, we didn't have enough room for the kids. This is all done by faith. This was all done by our faith. By us believing together. For our future. By us believing together for our future. That it's going to be a great future. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 6. It says right here. And without faith it is impossible. Tell your neighbor it is impossible. Tell your other neighbor it is possible. Tell your other neighbor again it is impossible. To please him. For he, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarder of those who seek him. It is impossible. Tell your neighbor again, it is impossible. See, your faith is important to God. You believing in God is the most important thing. I believe that it's personal to God. Our faith is personal to God. If I look at it as a father's point of view, and my son doesn't believe in me, that's personal to me. And if you're saying you are sons and daughters of God, then it's personal to God that if you don't believe in him, that it, that it hurts his feelings. Amen? Because when, when God says, do you trust me? It's like a father asking his son, trust me. Or or a father looking at his daughter and say, trust me. Do you really trust me? That's what our faith is. It's do we really trust what God is telling us? Do we really trust that he's going to take care of all of our needs? 
Do you really trust that your family members are going to be saved? Do, do you really trust that your children are going to be saved? He's saying, just trust in me. That's why he takes it personal. This is how we show God that he's our hero. Because I know that, that the things in my life, I couldn't do it by myself. I know the things in my life that I wouldn't have it if it wasn't for God. I know that the things that in my family's life, we wouldn't have the things we have if it wasn't for God. Because He is the rewarder of those who seek Him. I know when I was sick over 16 years ago, 17 years ago, that my mom, she, see, she was seeking the Lord for, for healing for me. They told me that I only had one year to live when I was 14 years old. And my mom had to overcome the fears. She had to overcome all the distractions. She had to overcome everything and have total faith in God that I was going to be okay. And I am product of the faith back then. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. That in the future... I was I'm healed. It's been over seven it's been over seventeen years now. They told me I only had a year to live. They told me I was gonna be blind for the rest of my life. They told me I was gonna have to take pills for the rest of my life. That was one person that reached out to God that was able to have their faith multiplied. So that I can be here today with you guys. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. Amen. See, when we seek him, he already knows what's going to happen. He's just looking if you're going to trust in him. Are you going to put all of your heart into him? Or are you going to go to other places? Back to as, as being a father. You know that. As a father, you want to do everything for your children. If they ask you, can you help me with this? Sure I can. Because I can do everything, amen, as a father, amen? And if we don't, then they're going to start looking other places. That's why God, if, we're, if God is our hero, he's going to take care of everything. God wants us to be in tune with him because it's like a father and son. They just want to go out, do stuff with you. That's why he says, I love it when you talk to me in the secret, because it's a personal conversation with him. You don't have to just, when we're praying, you don't have to just pray with everybody. He wants to talk with you throughout the day because he's your father. Amen? That's why it says, rewards those who seek him, because it's a bond that happens with you and God. When you see that somebody's healed because you prayed, it's a bond. It's, it's trust. It's more trust on top of trust on top of trust. And you will start seeing the rewards. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 12, it says, Therefore there was, there was born even one man, and him as good as dead, at the, as many descendants as 
the stars of heaven. It's talking about how um, Abraham and Sarah, they had the child. And they were talking about that last time. How, how do you know that God is real? Because he made a person of 90 years old or 100 years old have a baby. Amen? And he said, he was telling them that they're going to be fathers that he's going to be a father of many nations. He's like, how am I going to do that if I don't even have children? But it was by their faith that they made it happen. And now they're, you can see there's millions and millions and millions of people out here today. Amen? Because of their faith. The thing that we can do today to change the way of the future is just trust in God. See, People nowadays, you hear what's going on. You have kids that are very, very confused because of our faith. Because of our lack of showing them the faith. Kids today are thinking it's okay to, to be a boy or be a girl, even if they weren't born like that. Now they're teaching them in school that it's okay. But it's up to us to change that. It's up to us to stand up and say, you know what? We're going to make a difference, and we're going to make our voice heard. Amen? Because it's not okay. They're teaching our kids a lot of stuff that in the school, if we don't teach them now, they're just going to be confused in the future. They're not going to understand how faith works. They're not going to understand that faith is real. They're not going to understand to trust in God in all, all ways. Amen? See, I had to believe it. I have to believe in God for my children, for my son, for my daughter. I have to believe in them. I have to believe, and my faith has to be stronger than ever for them. See, it's by my faith today that's going to change my son and my daughter's future tomorrow. It's by your faith today that's going to change your son's and daughter's future for tomorrow. It's by your faith today that's going to change your marriage from today for tomorrow. Amen? Some of you might be having a marriage that isn't, isn't that great. But by faith, God can heal it. Some of you guys might be, need healing. By faith, God can heal it. There's nothing that's too great for God. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. See, time could either be our enemy or time could be our friend. It just depends on your faith. See, if we don't, if we don't say something now, if we don't do something now, then the whole world is not going to understand that they need to believe in God for all things. We need to start believing more. We need to get in here in prayer. We need to start uh, believing that, that we can reach people. Our faith today is like a ticking time bomb. There's people every day that are dying. There's people every day that aren't making it. I've seen probably about, on Facebook, about 10 or 11 people that died just this month. From different people posting it. And is our faith reaching out to those people? It's very important, and I know that, that time, we believe that only time's going to tell. But in this case, time is either your friend or your enemy. 
Because if we just wait for somebody else to do it, who, who knows if somebody else is going to do it? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, it says right here, And what more shall I say? For the time will fail me to tell Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah of David and Samuel and the prophet who by faith conquered kingdoms. If we're going to conquer the kingdom, if we're going to conquer new kingdoms, it's only going to happen by our faith. See, it says right here in verse 33, who by faith conquered kingdoms, performed acts in righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from the weaknesses, from their weakness were made strong. Now, it's not by our power, but it's by the power that we give God. When we move ourselves out of the equation and we say, you, you take care of it, God, it's by our weaknesses that we are strong. All the things that these men conquered, all these kingdoms that they conquered, it wasn't by what they did. It was by what, but why? It wasn't by what they did. It was what God did. It wasn't by what they, their sword. It wasn't by their the slingshot that David had. It wasn't by the amount of uh, people they had in their army. It was only by God, by them bowing down and saying, you, you take over. That you take over. And some of you right now, you need to let go of certain things. It's by your weakness that only God can move. Some of you might have children that are wild. Amen? Some of you might have a, a husband or wife that are messing around. Amen? Or messing up. Amen? Some might need, be needing a job. Some might need a, a house to stay at. But it's only by you stepping aside and saying, God, I'm going to give it to you. I remember when me and my wife were buying our house, we had to step aside and say, you know what, God? It's only up to you. And God intervened on our behalf. He intervened on our behalf because I remember that we were, we were trying so hard that we were arguing with each other more than helping each other. We were trying on our own strength so much that we, we, were, we couldn't stand each other at the time. But it was only by our weakness. We finally had to break down and say, Father God, we're sorry. And we just want to give it to you. Amen? It's only by our weakness by we saying, you know what? Our strength is only in you. We need you to move. And so, uh, Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. And as we all stand right now, let's just stand. It's only by our weakness that God can move. That's why when we come to the altar, when you come to the altar, you're showing that you can't do it by yourself. You show God that, you know what, I need your help. That I need to trust in you for my future. I need to trust in you for my children's future. 
I need to trust in you for the generations to come that we won't even see. A lot of these people in the Bible didn't even see their promise come true. But they still had faith until they died. As we all bow our heads right now, we need to have faith for our future. We need to have faith for the future of this church. We need to have faith for the children that are coming up. We need to have faith for the husbands and wives in this church. We need to have faith for for our mothers and our fathers. We need to have faith for our grandmas and our grandpas. The same way we had faith back then, we need to have faith now. As we open up these altars, I just want to call, if you need help with your faith, just these altars will be open. For those that want to come up and pray for the faith of the future, these altars are open. This one last scripture I'm going to give. Some of you might have faith. you might have the unbelief that's in there too you say I've been trusting for something for a long time and it hasn't happened you're saying that I've been trusting for this these things to to manifest but they haven't did they haven't manifested yet and I just want to help you with your unbelief right now for those that are that are here extend your hands out Help them pray right now. As we pray for belief, we pray pray for faith, that we pray for the faith of the future, that we pray for our children right now, that we pray for our husbands and our wives, that we pray for the loved ones that aren't here, 